The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. There you go. Sam Darnold with the touchdown on third and goal. That's game over and cover. Four minutes left. 23-9 Carolina. Enough of this game already. Get me back to the good football game. Go figure the App State game with Marshall was better. Carver, I said it today on Coast to Coast. It'll be better than that crappy Thursday night football game. And that's exactly what it was. It was crap because David Culley's team is horse crap. They suck. Davis Mills did nothing. Their defense sucks. They're back to uh, Texans football again where they lose every week. They literally look like they may not win another game the whole season. They look good in week one because they play the Jaguars, right? And Tyrod Taylor was healthy for one game, as usual. He's always injured, too, Carver. You can't even deny it. That guy gets injured when the alarm clock goes off. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that it's true. I'm I, I surprised he lasted a game and a half. I mean, that's how quickly he'll usually get hurt. Probably a different game he if was, he plays tonight, but it is what it is. When he was your quarterback, how often did he get hurt? Uh, at least twice a year. Unbelievable. At least. At least. So, in this other game, there's... Oh, look at it. App State. Oh, they go instead of scoring. They ran it down to the four, and the guy laid down. Oh. Because they want the ball. It's first and goal. There's no other explanation for it. Why didn't he score? What are you doing, bro? How much time is left? A minute and a half. I'm about to put it on. Why did he not... Going in the end zone. They're only They're up, up one. Because does Marshall not have any timeouts left? Uh, I got to look. They might just be killing the clock now. So they're not going to cover. Obviously, they have no timeouts because the clock's just running. And now they're uh, taking a knee. So yep. they have one timeout left, Marshall. There it is. They're going to call the timeout. They're not even. They're, they're calling the timeout. So now they take the knee twice, right, and game over. Yeah, so because if he goes in, makes it an eight-point game, you can give him the ball back, and they could tie it. So I guess just run the clock out so that you win, even if it's by one. No cover. No cover, so they're going to disappoint all of us. I'm just going to break even tonight, Carver High. That's it. I'm not going to lose any money. Another choke job by Marshall. I mean, what were they up? Thirty to thirty to twenty. You said thirty to thirty. Thirty uh, to twenty-one. Thirty to twenty-one. They choked it, just like they did against East Carolina last Saturday. There's the deliverance crowd. Unbelievable. None of them have clothes on. Just big, smelly, hairy dudes with fat bellies and hairy chests dancing naked at the game. It's just, it's deliverance. And I don't know if you've ever seen where that school is in the middle of hills. Like they're the hill people. 
Yeah, I'm seeing them now in the Children of the corn. (laughs) Yeah, that's some scene. It really is, right? Meanwhile, they got a great football program, but they don't sell it out. Have you ever noticed the bottom bowl is full, the top one isn't at all? There you go, another knee, and that's going to do it. Not really. They got to take another snap on the fourth down, and that's that. Uh, we welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090 Sports Map, Sports Violin. So, um, it's kind of depressing when you think about it because that was like a really good game there at the end. And uh, it ended ugly and, and, and lame, the guy laying down. And then uh, the other game was so awful, I can't even watch it. Well, if you didn't get excited about tonight, you've got the Bengals and the Jaguars next Thursday night. That'll get you going. He's like, I can't wait. I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I just, I can't wait. So today, you know that um, I, I was actually, the, the Padres blew that game, remember? And then they won it walk-off style. They were up 4-2. They ended up going down 6-5. Then they went at 7-6 in 10 innings over the Giants. So the Dodgers won in 10 innings over the Rockies. So, you know, the bottom line is they pick up a game and they're still one out. What were they, two out at the start of the day? Because uh, yeah. now they're one out. Picked up a game. I, I thought they were a game out, but I guess they were I mean, two I'm checking out. right now. I'm looking at it where they were. Oh, it is. They're one out yeah, now. Yeah, they're one out now. The Dodgers actually rallied. They scored in the ninth. Had two runs to tie it at five. And then Muncie hit a two-run homer. There he is again, Muncie. In the tenth. So who's the MVP, Bryce Harper or Max Muncie? Because I'm not giving it to Tatis. You cannot give Bryce. anybody on San Diego any kind of award with the way they've played the last two months. Nobody deserves anything on the San Diego Padres. Nothing. Um... If if oh, here's the that Philly, reverse play you were talking about on a kickoff, yeah, that was that was a fake. crazy play. Everybody fell for it. The guy never handed the ball off at all. Everybody bit on the fake handoff that the guy going around the other side had the ball, but he didn't. The guy with the ball originally had the ball. You got to see it from behind. I got to see it again. So the guy caught the ball, and he ran up the sideline, but he kept the ball and just went 100 yards. Unbelievable. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So, uh, thank God I hit the Dodgers and the Cardinals and the Phillies in the big games tonight because I didn't hit anything else. The Twins are up on the J7-2 in the ninth. The Angels lead the Astros 1-0, bottom five in Anaheim. Yawn. And those are the only two games going on. But 
What did you think of the Cardinals coming back from 5-1 down to beat the Brewers for their 12th straight win? That really is unbelievable. I mean, Craig Consell's face in that dugout was worth a million bucks. Certainly was. Uh, completely ridiculous. Uh, I, you know, the Cardinals usually screw me like this at the end of the year, but, man, they're taking it to a whole nother level this year. 12 in a row. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I was right the other day. They're going to have the second wild card wrapped up by Monday. They won't even have, they, they won't even have to play for anything next week. It's going to be over. Yeah. Finished. It, it, it's already over. Yeah. I agree. It's already over. There's no way. What could they possibly do? I mean, it's it's Cardinals against the whoever loses the Giants Dodgers. That's it. That's your NL wild card game. You Done. got that right. So who's it going to be? Who's who? Let me see who the who these teams have here down the stretch. So the Dodgers now go to Arizona for three, and then they come home and they play the Padres for three, and then the Brewers for three. So those are the, the Dodgers' Giants. nine games left. So the Giants have the Rockies starting tomorrow in Rotto for three. Then they have the Diamondbacks at home for three. There's no way they're losing those. And then they play the Padres for three in San Francisco, and they're not losing those either. I think the Giants are going to win the division. Based on who they're playing remaining. Based on that they have a game lead, which is which is <clears throat> doesn't seem like a lot, but when you only have nine games left, it matters. And you see, you kind of yeah, have to win two games. You it's been their year. You got to pass them. It's been their year. They're 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 going to finish it off. I can't even believe the Padres won a game today. That they that they walked <laughs> off. I can't even believe it. Seriously, because they suck so bad. I can't even believe how bad they suck. I, I truly cannot believe how bad they suck. Like they were celebrating the walk off win today with champagne on the on the field with water and everything and spraying each other. And it's just not even funny that they're doing that because they have been so bad for so long. For two months, they've literally sucked. And there's nothing else to say about them. You do not celebrate walk-off wins even when you have lost, you know. I mean, they have literally, what have they gone, like 5 and 30? I mean, honestly, they, they yeah. fell off a cliff like a car it's, drunk driving off a cliff into the ocean. Their season's been over for a month, and they're celebrating winning a game today? It's so funny. They are done. Put a fork in them. Who are they going to fire is the question. And if you don't like this conversation, San Diego, go to bed because it's true. And if you can't handle it, then screw it. Go to bed. Honestly, if we're, you know, if we're too hardcore for you, don't it like it is, then, you know, go smoke a bone and go to bed. Seriously, you know, it's true, Carver. Huh? You can't even argue. I, look, what they have done the final two months of the season is completely embarrassing. And somebody is going to pay the price. I don't think the manager will be back. The French tingler is going to be out the door. You, the this, is an, this is a ridiculously bad collapse by them. I mean, they were one of the best teams in baseball for the for first three months of the year. Everybody was hyped on them. You make all the moves. Forget the two guys that make $500 million. It's all the other moves around with it. Trading for Darvish. Trading for Snell. Trading for Musgrove. 
uh, adding pieces at the deadline. Uh, your boy Frazier from Pittsburgh, and you know, both other various things that they've done. Um, they they couldn't miss the playoffs, and they were in the driver's seat. I mean, they had they had just as big a lead on everybody else as the Dodgers and the Giants. Like the Dodgers are sitting there, whatever it is, fifteen games up, sixteen games up on St. They had they were up there with them, and they have completely collapsed. They can't give Tatis. I don't care how much they love that dude. Nobody on San Diego deserves any kind of recognition for anything that has happened this year. No award at all. At all for what they've done. Embarrassing. Yeah, you can't give him you can't give him the award just because he had 40 home runs. Just because and he's once again he never played a whole season. Look, he never honestly, does. they're not gonna give it to Muncie because, you know, I, I think it's hard. I mean, a couple guys in the Dodgers have won the past couple years. Obviously Bellinger won. Yeah, two years ago, Muncie's the MVP. Like that, that dude has been so good. Thirty-five homers. He's hit big homers all year long. If the Phillies don't make it, I'd give it to Muncie. They're not going to, but I'd give it to him. And they're still giving that MVP to Otani. Oh, that's over. That's been over since Baseball July. It's so rigged. Right. It's they're so not rigged. It. It's ridiculous. Because he pitches. He pitches. He's the MVP. They're gonna finish. They're gonna finish twenty games out of first. Twenty games out of the wild card, and he's the MVP. So I guess they don't what? care that. But then here's what here's what you should do. Then he won ten games. Rename the award. We got the same nonsense in hockey every year with giving Connor McDavid the Hart Trophy every year. You know, rename the award. Just call it the league's most outstanding player. That's it. Who is the league's most? Don't call it the most about valuable the media's player. Favorite player. Call it the media's like, like favorite just, player. Like just don't call it the most valuable player because for for years now we've we've taken that name away. It is now who who is the most outstanding player. And I'm not and I don't think neither of us are sitting here trying to bag on Otani. What he's done this year has been tremendous. I mean the dude pitches and he's hitting 45 bombs and he's he's had his, a good ERA. I'm not trying to sit here and say he's had a, an awful year. Right. All I'm saying is, by the definition of the award, he shouldn't win. He just shouldn't. Maybe they should call it the social media most outstanding player. Or just it, the, just so rename popular. it. Get it's rid so of popular. most valuable player. Because that's not so what it's popular. about. It's not about who's most valuable to their team. Okay? okay. Now, yeah, sure. Well, if you take Otani off the Angels, where would they be? Yeah, they'd be 40 games out. But you want to know what? They were 20 games out, and they didn't. They weren't even close. Okay? This is most valuable is teams that make the playoffs. Who had the biggest impact on their team making the playoffs? Those are the things that I look at. Obviously, you got to have huge stats to be in that conversation. But you also need to be a playoff team to be in that conversation, not 20 games out of first. Well, I think he's uh, he's certainly exciting. I'll give you that. But oh, of course, the Angels are anything but exciting. What a train wreck they are! And yeah. and you know, Joe Madden, you've done nothing there except lose. And Mike Trout missed the whole season. The only reason to even go see them play is Otani, and that's it. I mean, there's absolutely nothing else. It's just an absolutely joke of a franchise it really is tell me i'm wrong you're not wrong <laughs> what is there on that team besides nothing you've got otani well, and nothing have, i cannot otani believe and trout. mike trout I mean, otani and trout. stayed That's there it. i can't believe he stayed there 
Well, I, I don't know the deal with Trout. Obviously, he's one of these guys. He's not very out there in terms of a guy that markets himself or personality-wise, etc. I think he likes just chilling on his own underneath on you know underneath his beach umbrella out there in Cali and just you know cashing that check. I don't. I can't fault him for it. I mean, I can't. You know who's cashing the check? What he likes doing. You know know who's cashing the check and just chilling the most is McCaffrey. Yeah. He is done. They showed him walking. He looks like he's out two months. And I have to ask uh, Dr. Chivago tomorrow on Coast to Coast. And your boy J.C. Horn broke his foot, the top draft pick. He broke his foot tonight. But I'll tell you this much. The propo was in the water. Your boy Darnold did go over the number. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right. uh, So Tyson Fury uh, says that he could knock. He could knock. I could fight Deontay Wilder on three days notice and effing knock at 400 pounds and still knock the P out. End quote. He called him a P, and he said he could fight him at Pharrell in 400 pounds and knock him out. I saw and a clip of this earlier. Notice. This is with Mannix. He talked to Mannix. This was an interview he did with Chris Mannix, and he looks about 400 pounds in the interview. I mean, he looks like he's hitting a quad. Uh, I hope he loses a couple at least before this fight in a few weeks. He goes in looking like I saw him today. He could talk all the smack he wants. Uh Wilder's going to put him down if he looks I mean, like he did in, today. Like, listen, that's in, uh, I mean, it's in two weeks. Yeah, he, so he better tighten it up. He is not in shape at all. He's a slob again. <laughs> so I'm telling you that that guy Wilder has been training like a savage. He has been working like like nothing you've ever seen, like a savage. And I think I actually, because look, Fury knocked him, killed him in the in that in that. Oh, fight. the one me and you went the, to, he got destroyed. Right. But I in mean, the first fight, I thought Wilder destroyed him. He knocked him out twice. But um, the second time, he got up off the canvas like God picked him up with no time left, and he won the fight. Uh, and it was a draw. But I thought Wilder won that fight, and I thought in the second fight that it would certainly be a better fight than it was. I did not expect to see Tyson Fury dominate him, but I'll say this. I have a hard time taking a guy that doesn't train for the fight. He's just not taking him seriously at all. He is not trained for this fight at all. His cardio, he is going to be so dead tired in that fight because he is a fat slob and he is eating and drinking again, without a doubt. He parties without a doubt. And there is nothing that I'm impressed with at all in Tyson Fury, the alleged heavyweight champion of the world, who's done no training whatsoever for this fight. I'm telling you, that guy, I'm with you. That guy Wilder's going to beat him. 
I think he's going to beat him. Uh, I and let he's me quick, tell you, this is and he's vicious. This this is the exact opposite of the second fight. Wilder went into the second fight and he half-assed it because he thought that he beat him the first fight and he thought he would just knock him down and he wouldn't get up this time. And instead, Fury actually trained, went in, and he beat his ass. The complete roles have been reversed. Fury doesn't think he should even be fighting the fight. He knows that he cleaned him out the last time. And Wilder, on the other hand, was embarrassed by the last fight is training his ass off, and is probably going to beat his ass in this fight. And look, Wilder is still plus 250 right now, a couple weeks Come before on. the fight. And let Come me, and, and you know this, when we get to fight week, people are going to see the stuff that we're seeing right now. Like, that's when people start paying attention to the fight. When you get to fight week, and they show up there, and they, and they, and that, they start doing the press conferences, you're going to see that Wilder number go down. It will not be plus 250 fight week. He'll still be a dog. Fury will still be the favorite. But it'll go under plus 200. Get Wilder now. He's going to beat him. Get him now, Juvity. Now listen, have you ever seen him look better? Chiseled, fast, hard-hitting, and cardio-wise, he looks absolutely fantastic. Now, I don't think he's the greatest fighter I've ever seen. I'll give you that. I think that he's a good fighter at best. He's never been a great fighter. I think he was a poser champion, right? I I never thought he was this bronze bomber no, and tomato bomb squad and all of his BS. You know why he was the champ? Because the heavyweight division is complete ass butter. And there are no good fighters in the world right now in that division. Fat Andy Ruiz, who lost 150 pounds so he could win a fight against your boy from London, uh, you know, Joshua, who no one respects to begin with. And then, uh, and I still think, I still think Fury and Wilder would beat Joshua. But yeah, Joshua's anyway, the biggest I know clown out of all of them. He's a poser. But anyway, Ortiz is a poser. And then the other one, uh, the other Ortiz that I saw fight that that uh, Wilder knocked out, uh, the Brazilian, whatever his name is, uh, yeah. he's another fat ass. He's a loser. The old the old man. He's like forty. He's terrible. But I'm There's telling no you, if you don't, if you don't train and prepare, and if you're not in cardio to go three minutes for thirty six minutes. With, you know, the break in between, I, we already seen him once with his mouth hanging open and knocked out twice. He got lucky in the second round or, or in the second fight and got, and I think you're dead right. I think Wilder was not, he thought it was going to be a walk in the park and he got his ass beat because the guy is a big monster. There's no doubt if he lands a punch on you, he can hurt you. But I mean, if you're that fat and slow and out of shape and have no cardio, I don't even think he can catch him right now. I think he's too quick and too cut. Have you seen how cut he looks? He's in big trouble. I, I just think he's in big. And here, and he's even telling you in that interview with Mannix today that I'm, I'm basically, I, I could show up, you know, half drunk and beat him. I could show up weighing 400 pounds and beat him. Well, that's what like, he's going to do. Well, you know, I don't know what he's in for a bad night if he thinks that that's how he's going to beat this guy. So I don't know if somebody maybe after this uh, little interview he did today, takes him aside and says, you know, listen, dude, like you got two weeks. I would start to get yourself ready. They haven't called yet about it and and that we're obviously not going. 
uh, because no one's gone to a fight in two years. Uh, I'm amazed that they haven't called or that we're not going. We we were going, and then it got canceled. Yes. But now we're, I mean, I haven't heard heads or tails from any of those people. Like, we, they fell off the face of the earth. I don't even care anymore. I got to be honest with you. I'm not even interested in it, like going to it. But I'm surprised they didn't, you know, reach out or something. Maybe they will to do the promotion of it. But what do I care about that? That's a pain in the ass, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is right. Like, let's just be honest. Let's well, stop. Look, let's uh, stop with all the BS around here anymore. I'm done with it. Like that's I, I, too. I, I think that the, I, I think that the Canelo Caleb Plant fight is the better fight right now. That's that's without a up doubt. Next. And because like and those, so that, is and so is Crawford Spence. Oh yes. Now that's the or, thing. I mean, Crawford, Crawford Crawford Porter Crawford Porter. Yeah, Porter. And we and we love Porter. Um, and, and I'm interested in that because it's nice to see T-Bud actually fight somebody who's not, you know, half dead. So this is like, who's a man, like who's an actual fighter, a man, not fighting some kid who's never fought before. Some has been T-Bud's actually fighting somebody with a pulse. Like T-Bud's another guy ran around for two years. Oh yeah. I want to fight Pacquiao. Well, of course you want to fight Pacquiao. He's a hundred years old. You know, everybody wants to fight Pacquiao. Some guy we've never heard of beat Pacquiao on two days notice, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, like, yeah, sure, dude. You want to fight him. Now you got to fight Showtime Sean Porter, who is a legit fighter, and I'll be backing him. I don't know if he's a BT bud, but, you know, I don't know if I'm throwing the money away. I'm backing Sean Porter against T-Bud. I want to see T-Bud go down because Porter will fight anybody and T-Bud won't. So that's how it goes. Porter's our buddy, too. He comes on the show a lot. He yeah. has done the show a lot. We might as well oh, root yeah. for him. But we're friends with, B, you know, uh, Bud. But I don't think I don't actually think Bud cares about us. I think no. I think Sean likes us. We and can't find T-Bud because he never fights anybody. Like he's never, he never around. Fights, he's, he's candy. Fight anybody. Now, let me ask you this question. If you were Floyd Mayweather, would you yeah. take the $100 million De La yeah. offered to fight? Why wouldn't I mean, you you're do gonna, that? Well, here's the problem for Floyd. I mean, I don't know if he wants it on his conscience that he put him in a box. You know, that's the because that's what like if he legitimately fought him, he'd probably kill him and he put him in the ground, which so, I think would be I, fantastic. Like, I know, I'm sure a lot of people agree with you, but maybe Floyd, even the even though Floyd, you know, 100 million, have it on his conscience that he killed him. You know that that's because he would. Like he would like Delahoy. I actually, like, I, I actually don't believe. I think Oscar De La Hoya is tripping that he thinks he can fight him. But I will say this: I don't believe that because I saw him fight Logan Paul. He did not try. He did not. No, that do was anything. not a real fight. He, not a real. That fight. was not fair enough. But I don't believe. I truly don't believe in the last five years that Floyd Mayweather had the ability to knock anyone out. I think yeah. he was at the end of his career. His punch was gone. He had no. He could have knocked out Conor McGregor. That was it. That was the last time he had someone in trouble that he could, with his fist, knock them out. I do not believe right now, for one second, that Floyd Mayweather could knock anyone out. I mean, he could probably. I mean, Delahoy knock him out. Delahoy's knock Delahoy out because Delahoy is a junkie and he's an old, washed-up, fat loser. He couldn't fight a, a legit fighter. But uh, you know, an old washed-up junkie like Delahoy could probably kill him. But th- look, the, the, like you said, the last five years that he actually fought, he knew what he was doing. He never tried to knock anyone out. Every fight went twelve rounds. Every fight he won nine three on the scorecard. I mean, it was just 
absolutely the same damn thing over and over, and people got tired of it. That's, that's why, you know, he got his last huge payday with the McGregor thing. The two of those guys got in a room together. They, they staged the entire thing. The pre-fight tour, everything was staged. The night of the fight, completely staged between yeah. Conor and Floyd, and they both made a ton of money. I'm sick of Conor McGregor. I'm so sick of him. I, I don't know who I'm more sick of, Aaron Rodgers or Conor McGregor. I'm so I mean, sick Connor, of both of them. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even – listen, don't even bring that guy up anymore to me for, like, the rest of the month, all right? What is it, the 23rd, 24th tomorrow? Know. You had, can you had enough me, of this performance. Can, I, can you give me a break on enough. Aaron Rodgers until, like – you know, October. Can I get like a week off of him? Do I have to like hear about him every day on the show and, and do interviews with him and everything else and the McAfee clips? Can I have enough of that already? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. What a terrible call that was on Inescu. That's not even a foul. That's just a terrible shot, you hack ref. Oh, my God. Talk about a chick trying to force the shot with her weak-ass turnaround with her hands straight up in the air. She didn't even jump, and you call that a foul. You suck. You should be fired. It's a playoff game, for Christ's sakes. Put your whistle away, you hack-ass fat B. You fat B. I'm just reacting to the ref in the Liberty game. I'm just watching a, a WNBA playoff game here. There's nothing else to watch. After watching that crappy NFL game, this game's actually better. It's 63-61, fourth quarter, 750 I, left in a playoff game, and the Liberty are getting 10. I got to tell you, I didn't even know that the – that the WNBA was still playing. So that's, I thought the season, I didn't know the season was still going, let alone being in the playoffs. I didn't even yeah. know that they still had a league. I'm just kidding. I uh, mean, you so, just told me the Liberty made the playoffs and they're 12 and 20 this year. That I says mean, it all, doesn't it? Jeez. You make the playoffs and you're eight games under 500. How, how bad do you suck? Wow. And no, the refs are really turning this game into a debacle. Chick just hit a three, and they're calling an escue for a foul 25 feet away from the shooter for another foul that she got leveled on the floor. I don't even know what the call is. It's so bad. She got leveled, and they're calling the foul on her. She got knocked the F out, and they called the foul on her. That's two bad fouls on her in a row in less than a minute. I mean, this is as bad as it gets, these refs. Oh, my God. The game is fixed. It's like the game's fixed. I'm watching a game that's fixed right now. Like, the, the two calls I just saw are so egregiously bad that I can't even tell you. Anyway, uh, so explain to me, and that's about as exciting as I'm going to get about the uh, WNBA. WNBA playoffs. There you go. <laughs> And listen, if you're offended by those comments, good. I hope you have nightmares tonight when you sleep. I don't care what you think of me. I'm done. I don't I don't care what anybody thinks of me. You don't like my opinions? Have a gigantic hoagie. Okay? And think of me when you're eating it, you fat ass. Anyway, here's the deal. Tell me about the Ryder Cup tomorrow morning. 
Yes, so the Ryder Cup gets going. The foursomes, uh, which is alternate shots, Scotty. So your teammates, uh, you play one ball and you alternate the shots. Low score of the hole, of course. Uh, the team wins the hole. So we have the matchups for the first it's like session. Best ball. It's like yes, baseball. best. Correct. Well, uh, kind of, sort of, but you know, you're just hitting the same ball. Um, so here's your matchups for the first foursomes in the morning. Starts off with just, I mean, marquee stuff here. John Rahm and Sergio Garcia take on Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth in the first matchup of the day. I mean, that is heavy hitters club right there to get things going and whistling straights. Uh, Paul Casey and Victor Hovland will battle Dustin Johnson and Colin Morikawa in okay, the second time out. match. Okay, timeout. So let's go back to the first match and tell yes. me you're not going to take Garcia and Rom with Garcia's Ryder Cup record, the greatest Ryder Cup record of all time. You can and say whatever you want about him, but in yeah. the Ryder Cup, this guy is absolute money. I have to bet on them. Yeah, and, well, you got Sergio, who's been outstanding in the Ryder Cup with the number one player in the world, and John Rahm, who has been, uh, as we know, tremendous all year long. Uh, and it's it's minus 110 both ways right now, at least in the book that I'm looking at right now. So it's an even betting match. There. All right, give me the uh, like in the second one. Uh, second match, uh, I do, everybody's on Victor Hovland. I know that. Um, but Dustin Johnson and Colin Morikawa, I like them. I love that them. Yeah. Uh, matchup number three, Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger taking on Lee Westwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Jesus, that's brutal. Yeah. Look, well, Kepka clearly, when he's healthy and on, the best player out of the four. Westwood's the elder statesman, as you could say. Uh, heavy favorite Kepka and Berger in that matchup. And Lee, you know Westwood's a good player, but uh, he is. The but the bottom line is that's all he is. Yes, he's a good player. He's not a great good player. player. Not a great. He player. never gets. He never gets Listen, it done. There's there's one great player in that group, and that's Kepka. There's right. one great player there. And Meanwhile, the he doesn't even one, want to be there. Meanwhile, right. he doesn't even want anything to do with it. And the last foursome of the morning session is also marquee stuff. You've got Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley both in their first Ryder Cups, taking on Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter. Okay, who's that matchup again? Because I just saw Inescu with a dribble-drive bucket for the lead when they were down six. She got him the lead again, and they're getting 10. Remember, five and a half left. Give me that matchup again. Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele up against Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter. Oh my God! That's, that's that's a fun match. That's a fun match. I cannot right. get off of Patrick Cantlay with the uh, wins he's had recently and the money he's made. He's killed everyone. He killed Rory. Everyone. Yeah. He's the best player in the world right now. He's he's been playing outstanding. Like this There's month, this month he's the hottest player in golf. How do you get off of him? Tough. And Rory and Poulter both been good in the Ryder Cup, just like Sergio. They've both been great in the Ryder Cup, but they're not playing the golf. They can't least his sticks right now are so on. It's scientific. His swing is so perfect for the last month and a half. He hasn't hit a bad golf shot literally in a month and a half. No. Every shot he hits is five feet from the pin. The guy just won 15 million. He's the player of the year. And remember, you know way more than me about golf uh, because of your betting in it. But not uh, when it comes to flat out 
um, in, in my opinion, flat out, that when a guy is playing the way he is, I don't care how many bets you hit, you don't get off of him the way that guy's uh, playing golf. I don't care. I don't need to be a genius about anything knowing that when you win every week and you win all the money. Remember, I'm the one on the air. I said he's going to be player of the year. Player yeah. of the year. If he wins that tour championship, he's player of the year. No one else. Not Rom. Nobody else. He'll win it. And he did because he, he literally took every tournament from everyone. He's been outstanding. It's very hard. to You can't really bet against him right now. And he's got a, a decent, you know, good player, obviously, in Xander Shoffley, who he's partnered with in the morning session. Um, so that'll be alternate shot. The afternoon session is a straight four ball. All four players will play their ball throughout the entire hole. Whoever has the best score uh, wins that hole for their team. But they don't they don't announce those until after the morning. The captains can, you know, they wait and see what happens in the morning before they decide who's going to play in the afternoon. So would you get your ass tattooed like they're going to, the, the captains? Uh, look, um... You know, if I was making the kind of money that they are, yeah, sure. I, I would go ahead and get the ass tattoo. No because doubt. Because you already have tattoos. It's no big deal to you. No big deal to me. And that's one where nobody would, you know, generally see it anyway. Robert, I, have you way. drank the uh, new Bud Light Platinum 6% alcohol beer? I, I have not. Not going to lie. I've not gotten involved with the Platinum. Why not? Well, um, I, I just... Uh, Look, we're, might I haven't be a new seen standard it anywhere. In, in beer drinking for you, like yeah, a Saturday night special. That's that's kind of like a. These are all gimmicky things. Bud Light Platinum, you know. There's there's not no any. It's got more alcohol in it. You could call it platinum. You can call it. You can call it gorgeous. All I know is it's got more alcohol in it. Uh, that's what they tell you. What do you think uh, they're I lying? I don't know. Think the Bud Light can is <laughs> is actually got the same alcohol as the new one that's that screams that it's six percent alcohol. Uh, this is the new the new gimmick now. We're gonna put you know another percent or another half a percent of alcohol in it and sell it to you. That's just it's nonsense. So your favorite beer takes the next step to glory. Well, it's not my favorite beer. I mean, it's probably not my favorite. And you're not beer. gonna try it. That's unbelievable to me. Not you want my me favorite to beer. Buy it and send a six pack to you. Will that make you feel not, better if you don't have to pay for it? Not my favorite beer. It's the best beer to drink when you know you're gonna drink for twelve or fifteen hours. It's the but best. It's not beer your favorite drink. beer. No, no. But what it's is? the beer that I it's the beer that I would prefer. Like if, if I'm gonna go out and play golf all day and you know you're gonna drink more than like three, four, five beers, you're gonna get in that double digit range, that's what you wanna drink. You wanna drink the Bud Lights because you can drink what more about, of them. What is your favorite beer? Um The Heine? No. I, I'm not a big Heineken fan. I don't the mind Guinness? the Heineken lights, but I, Guinness is definitely in the top three or four. Definitely in the top three. I like three Guinness. I drank a ton Guinness. of Guinness. Yeah, Guinness a real good beer. Uh, you got to be a professional to drink Guinness, otherwise you get real. Yeah, uh, there's a couple summer beers that I really like. I, I like the Oyster Bay Brewing uh, here on Long Island. They've got a couple really nice beers. But Bud Lights are good if you're going to go all day. If you're going to go all day, you you you, you fire the lights up. I've seen you go all day in the 110 degree heat in the in the desert. I've seen you bust well, yeah, up Bud Lights all and that, day, and that's because that's you when you know that you're going to drink all day long. That's what you do. You go with those. Are you excited uh, that we'll be going allegedly to the Super Bowl again this year at Circa? That would be outstanding. I'm excited uh, to to see the new place. Uh, we've spent plenty of time, of course, down the block at the D. 
I'm excited to see the new joint. Well, whenever we eventually get there, I think it's going to be awesome. I've been told that's uh, happening, so I certainly hope they don't backtrack on that one or there could be some tension. <laughs> I mean, I, I can promise you tension. We should have been out I'm, there a month ago. So I want to do that. There's going to be tension. I can. I got to get. I got to get to that stadium swim. I got to get out there at that little pool. I mean, honestly, we should have had a party there. on that Saturday at Stadium Swim, and I should have been on like five hookers. Why I mean, stop honestly. at five? I mean, why why stop at five? Well, you know, I'm a sexual dynamo, so I would have gone for it. I would have, you know, I would have, I would have rode the lightning as far as I could take it. But Ride the lightning. Uh, I didn't get that opportunity. I was still sitting next to my 130-pound dog on the sofa on that Saturday watching college awesome. football. It was embarrassing. Yeah. It was a good day. My college. dog was licking a bone next to me and uh, missing the bone and hitting my leg instead and getting me wet with his large, gigantic, slobbering tongue. As you know, Boston is a Cujo-esque, like, slob. Wherever large he goes, animal. he drools. Like, if he just stands and watches you eat, he drools like puddles, like giant puddles of fligum onto the ground. Large animal. Giant. And, I mean, it's slippery as ice. Like, if you if you walk on it with, like, a flip-flop, you'll fall and break your neck. I don't know if you knew that or not, but dog saliva is actually, like, slippery. It's not just really? wet. It's not just water. It's, it's actual, like, ice capades. So you have to clean it up right then or there because if anyone hits that patch, they're going down with a, like a hammy tear, calf tear, knee blowout, Achilles, something. Finish. Telling you. By the way, uh, since I've been watching this game, the Liberty by one with three minutes left, and they were 10-point dogs. And the refs are clearly fixing the game at the same time completely on the take for Phoenix with their horrid calls, but the Liberty are still winning the game and they got to steal Anescu. Remember she had the go ahead bucket and they still lead by one. And if she has another one here, it might be lights out. They're getting it now. Is this like a, shot, is this like a knocks it down? Oh it's like God. a best out of three, best out of five. I mean, what's the, it's a best of one. What? Loser goes home. It's like the play-in wow. game. The Liberty earned the right for a one-game playoff to get to the second round. It's Pharrell on the bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I think the guy Guerrero, that's Brady's trainer, talking about Belichick never evolved is ridiculous. Um, he, he didn't evolve at all winning those six Super Bowls. I'll tell you. You know, uh, Mr. Guerrero, you, you sure are on top of things. He never evolved as a coach with all those rings he's got. He never evolved with his quarterback. As he said he treated him like a 20-year-old uh, when he was 40. And there's nothing – I don't think there's anything more ridiculous that I've heard yet about Tom Brady that Bill Belichick suddenly had no skill with Brady and that he didn't know what he was doing with Tom Brady as they uh, went to nine Super Bowls together. 
I mean, what is what Alex Guerrero? You need to shut your fat mouth, honestly, because you know what you are. You're another uh, trainer. You're a trainer, bro. Calm wow. down. You're not running the NFL. You're not a head coach. You've got no rings. You, you probably are mentioned in his book, but like you help him with his training. Good for you. Congratulations. But believe me, you are no Bill Belichick, you stupid ass. Well, just get ready because this is the start of it. We're going to get through these games on Sunday, and then Monday through Friday next week is going to be wall-to-wall Brady versus Belichick next Sunday night because that's the well, game. The, the Bucks are going to Foxborough next Sunday. It's going to be all week. they can't week. beat the Bucks. They're, they're not beating no, the No, they're Bucks. not beating the Bucks. but it's going to be all week of the first Brady versus Belichick matchup. The first, uh, it's going to be just nauseating. So here's week. this game. They got eight seconds left. They're down three. They need a three right now. Shoots the three ball. Clean money with two seconds left. It's tied. Woo! You know they're covering that 10 spot. <laughs> what up, kid? All right, I'll see you tomorrow at 4 on Coast to Coast on Sports Grid TV. Peace.